you ever really thought about how a person with a visual or a hearing impairment experiences your social media content? Or have you considered how the way that you write, you use emojis, or even craft a meme might exclude parts of your audience? Making your content truly accessible and inclusive is extremely important. This isn't just about doing the right thing. It's about engaging with a broader audience and driving better results. Are you ready to make a change that benefits everyone? Because in this episode, we're going to change your perspective on social media marketing forever. Hi, friends. I'm Katie Brinkley, and you're listening to a Rocky Mountain Marketing QuickCast. These bite-sized episodes are released every Thursday and are going to give you the latest news and tips in the world of social media that are happening right now. Let's dive into today's QuickCast episode. Welcome back to another episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. In this QuickCast, we're going to dive into inclusivity. So picture this, you've spent hours crafting the perfect social media post. You've meticulously selected the right images. You've made all the beautiful graphics. You've done your research. You've fine-tuned the text and maybe even included a witty meme just for good measure. Now, what if I told you that a significant portion of your audience might not be able to fully experience, understand, or even access your carefully constructed content? That's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. We're going to be talking about an incredibly important yet often overlooked aspect of social media, inclusivity and accessibility. It's not just about reaching a wider audience. We're talking about reaching out and communicating effectively with every single member of your audience. I wanted to dive into this episode for personal reasons and In the most recent Rocky Mountain Marketing podcast, I was talking a lot about Instagram SEO and the importance of having alt text and not just writing a bunch of keywords in there and keywords were important. And I'm going to share a little personal story with you before I dive into the importance of inclusivity. So recently, a member of my family went through a severe health issue and She went to bed healthy and she woke up blind and it's been long story short, cliff nose version. It's been a huge struggle and change for all of us, her especially. And we were, she and I were sitting down the other day and she said to me, she's like, I can't even look at Facebook anymore. I can't even, you know, watch TV. I have to watch shows that I know what all the characters look like because I can't see them anymore. And I didn't realize how much of my connections I had made on Facebook, how much that was a part of my daily life to go on these platforms and see pictures, see their status updates and communicate with my friends. And all that's gone for me. And I turned to her and I said, well, you can still, you can still go on these platforms. There's alt text and you can ask the screen reader to to read the captions for you. And she said, but most of them don't read it right. And it's really, it makes it really confusing for me. And so this is a little bit of a personal episode here as we all think about making our social media content more inclusive because there's there's a lot of people out there that do have a hearing or a visual impairment and they wanna use social media just just like the rest of us. So let's dive right in on the importance of having inclusive content for your social media. 
And I think that it's important to make your social media content accessible for everyone. And I'm going to share, start by sharing a couple of surprising stats. So a Verizon study found that a whopping 83% of U.S. users watch content with the sound off. Additionally, Chatterblast found that 77% of, com of conversions happened on videos with the sound off. Biggest takeaway here, accessible content isn't just a nice to have, it's an absolute necessity for reaching your audience effectively. It, it benefits everyone. So let's move on to some practical tips on how to make your social media more inclusive. First of all, we can't overlook the importance of alt text. And this is something that I talked about in the previous QuickCast episode. Alt text is short for alternative text. It is a description of an image for those who can't see it. It's read by accessibility tools to describe images for users. But here's the trick. Automated alt text provided by platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, you get, you get it. It can be vague. So you can actually go in and improve the accessibility hugely by adding your custom descriptions. A good alt text should describe the image content, avoid any repetitive phrases like image of, and it could even incorporate humor to make the description more engaging for the person having it read to them. And don't forget, even GIFs need alt text. So as, in a, as I said previously with Instagram SEO, that's a great spot to get more reach if you have the right SEO keywords in your alt text. But you do need to make sure it's not just spammed full of keywords, that you are giving a description of what the person with a screen reader is going to be seeing. So next up, video captions. And it's not just about people who can't hear your content, but also those who are in a sound off environment or even speak a different language. So you can add captions to platforms like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And there are two types of captions. There's closed and open. Closed captions can be turned on or off by users, while open captions are permanent are a permanent part of the video. So for yours truly, most of the time I'm watching Reels, TikTok, you name it, with the sound off. Or if I do have the sound on, it's really, really low because I'm typically watching TV or doing something else, or I'm at like gymnastics practice. And I don't want everyone there knowing that I'm, you know, scrolling through Instagram, listening to a whole bunch of random things. So having captions on the screen helps me where I can see like, oh, this is something I actually want to turn the sound on for. Onto the written text. Clarity is key here. So I'm talking about your captions. And for a while there, the fancy fonts were showing up everywhere. And I remember, this is back in the Clubhouse days, but I remember uh, one of the, the my friends on Clubhouse updated his Clubhouse bio and his Instagram bio, and it had all those fancy fonts. And if you don't know what I mean by fancy fonts, like things bolded or things italicized. And if you use social media regularly, you notice that you can't really do that unless you're using like a, a third-party font <laughs> tool. And the fancy fonts might look cool. You might think, hey, this, this makes me stand out. But honestly, it is a nightmare for people with screen readers. And it's it doesn't understand the words. It's reading all of those fonts as different emojis. So it could say, it could say like, italicized, da, 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 da. imagine 
all of those fonts being its own emoji. Also, you want to be careful with abbreviations, alternating caps or replacing letters with symbols. All of these can disrupt people that are using screen readers. And when you're using hashtags, you're going to want to capitalize every first letter in every word of your hashtag. So if you did hashtag Denver Realtor, you would want to capitalize the D and the R of Denver and Realtor. You could still keep it as you know the one hashtag, but if you have everything lowercase, it'll say Denver Realtor is going to try and read everything together. And you'll want to keep that in mind as you are writing out your captions. Remember, inclusive, remember to always use inclusive language in your posts because screen readers are trying to make your content accessible for everyone. And lastly, when it comes to visuals, ensure that you have good color contrast and avoid using colors alone to convey meaning. So some people might find it difficult to discern colors. You could even use symbols, patterns, or different labels in conjunction, in conjunction with a color. So steer clear of using images with flashing or excessive movement because it can trigger certain conditions in some people. And I'm going to actually elaborate a little bit more on the emojis and memes because they are everywhere on social media, especially it's, it's interesting. I can tell when people are copying and pasting from chat GPT, because there's a lot of emojis at the beginning of uh, new sentences. And so it'll have like a megaphone, attention all entrepreneurs or anything like that. Or it'll have the, the finger pointing or a light bulb. I'm like, hmm, somebody just used chat GPT for this. So you want to be careful with emojis and memes, because while emojis are the language that the whole world speaks and understands, um, it can pose some accessibility challenges. So if you're using an emoji to convey something other than its literal meaning, it might be lost when it's interpreted through those assistive tools like a screen reader. And the same goes for memes, which often rely heavily on visual humor. So don't worry, there's always ways to make them more accessible. You wanna avoid using emojis as bullet points because screen readers, again, read emojis in that alt text aloud. So it'll be like light bulb, I thought, da, 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 da. It, it won't read clearly. Um, and making lists longer for somebody that is having the caption read to them. You can place them at the end of a sentence or at the end of a caption, but you want to be careful with the amount of emojis that you use. And when it comes to memes, make sure you add a descriptive alt text explaining not just the content, but also the context and the humor behind using that meme. Remember, excessive use of emojis can be disruptive or confusing for users using screen readers. And as a rule of thumb, don't use more than three emojis in a post. All right, so by adopting these practices, I hope that you've understood that there's a lot that goes into a wide variety of, the, of your audience. Not only can you be reaching more people when you put these tactics into place, you're going to be making your content more accessible for people with disabilities. You're going to be improving the experience of all the users and potentially expanding your reach and engagement. So remember, uh, all inclusive design is good design. This, as I said at the beginning of this episode, this is a personal episode for me. And it's been something that I haven't been paying attention to in my own content. And 
I hope that this episode gives you a little bit of a nudge to take a closer look at your social media and the strategies that you've been implementing. Making your content more inclusive for everyone may require just a little bit of extra effort, but the impact it can have on your audience is absolutely worth it. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you. Please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights.